The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You said what? You said it's what? So I think along with SARS, anthrax, um, what other wild case of some kind of whatever that's going to kill us like i think that goes along with the coronavirus um as something that's not really what it is i think it's a scare tactic um in our election year and yeah that's all it is okay you i think you can i think you can definitely get some kind of flu-like symptoms because that happened to me i did get the flu i did get over it thankfully um I don't think, I think if anything, it's something that's being put out into the world rather than something that's like, oh my God, this came out of nowhere and where did it come from? No, people know where it comes from. People didn't say it's getting put out into the world out of nowhere. Yes, it's coming from bats. No, nobody's anything about bats. Yes, we did. It came from Wuhan, China. And in Wuhan, China, there's the center for, um, uh, that's their capital for biohazard um chemicals Mm -hmm. so like if they wanted to start like a if they wanted to have a war where they like dump some every every country has it like the place where you test chemicals where you test bios hazard stuff for war like if you want to start a war where you you spread a disease or something like that or if you just want to study stuff like that you keep it there Mm -hmm. what they have been doing the thing is and when they test those stuff they test it on animals they test it on dogs or mice whatever there are but normally what you're supposed to do after you finish with those animals is put them in the um you're supposed to incinerate them right so that they go what's the unofficial thing that china will not report which is the hardest thing of they about this disease they don't like to seem like anything's wrong over there they keep it to them they try to underplay it all the time they will not report that the black market for there's a black market for yeah i know animals and um, dead animals especially ones that have been experimented on and instead of incinerating them they've been sold so they were selling them out of like markets in wuhan it started from this one place in wuhan and then it's been spread from there across the world because it's a it's a huge um traveling center in wuhan like a lot of there's a, it's, it's imagine like Times Square f- at, in New York. I get the whole process. I still don't. Okay. I'm not with you. It. You th- keep believing that it's not real. I feel like we, as 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 a, as human beings, we should be more cautious about how we are with germs and bacteria in general. Like the fact that hand sanitizer sold out everywhere, you know, now, or the fact that people are now emphasizing wash your hands, you know, and not just fake washing your hands is ridiculous to me. Um, you should be washing your hands thoroughly anyway. Um, you should be sanitizing when you can and still washing your hands because sanitizer does not kill everything. And just be cautious. Cough in your uh, your elbow, in your arm if you have to. 
The same thing with sneezes. Yeah, and, and then I, wash your hands afterwards. I think it's a mix of that. I think that coronavirus, number one, also is not new. When we as Corona is uh, another word for a cold. Right. It's like how you get a cold. That what, What's new is this strand of it. Um, they say kids aren't really susceptible to it because they're in and out of the school all the time, like experiment with different, come home with a cold all the time. Us, um, we haven't experienced this strand, so our bodies haven't built this immunity to it, is what the word is. Um, I don't think that it's as dire as, I won't say I think it's not real. I don't think it's as dire as the media is making it seem to be. I, what I think is that there is something out there, and I think that it's equivalent to like if the whole world got the flu. I think there's something that got out, and it's the equivalent of the whole world got the flu. If the whole world got the flu, some people are going to die just because of where they are in their life. Right. If you're automatically faced with it which when I'm, you don't have which, to which be. Which I agree with. And that's why I can't say it's not real because people have died. Like in mm-hmm. different countries, people have died. It hasn't been like if you hear 4,200 people in a country have died, that sounds like a big number. But if the country is filled with like millions, then 4,200 is not that big of a number. Right. Here in America, we've had 11 cases so far. My biggest thing is that they just don't be telling you until it's there. So they'd be like, oh, no, America, you're safe. Next thing, next week, like, there have been a 1,000 cases found in right. Texas. I mean, uh, I just... And then it's too I late. Just, I just hope that this isn't something, or I, I have an idea that this is something that's going to go on until, like, maybe the spring. If anything, June, by June, we won't even hear about any coronavirus anymore. Well, I hope you make it, my name. Is what it is. You're supposed to say you hope I make it too. Okay. Oh my gosh. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on the way to your nearest Afrocentric shop to get a hold of some Erica Badu vagina incense. You can listen to this podcast on the way to decorate your surgical mask because of Corona. Either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yeah. Sylvie Jones. How you doing? Um, glad to be back. How you doing? New week, new month. Yes. Um, Women's History Month. Yeah. Shout out to all women. Stand for the ladies. Women's History Month should be every um, month anyways because without us, and our wombs, there will be none of y'all rest. niggas. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, shout out to every woman out there. Um, International Women's Day is on the 8th. So make sure you give an extra shout out to a few women that you know. Um, in general, I'm feeling great. Feels good outside. Spring is coming. Um, nowadays, it could be spring, could be summer. Could jump right into fall. Who knows? Um, we're in the end of times. And <laughs> hey, I'm just going along with it. Every day I just wake up and open my eyes like, all right, we're doing this again today. Cool. Because 2020, what, 
2020 in general. Oh, my gosh. Because, I mean, okay. as an Earth and as a planet, we're killing ourselves. But 2020 so far has been, like, just a up and down of just shocks and surprises. Oh. And I'm just glad to make it alive and to be here. How are you, Kalil? Well. Hey. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm actively working on new music. I'm auditioning, coming off of a show from last Friday in Harlem for Harlem Stage, directed by, directed and curated by a good friend and artist, Miss Tiffany Ray Fisher. Um, I got to work with my good friend Denzel again from Antigone. What? Oh, not no, not. Uh, he's just as talented, but he's not that Denzel. Again from uh, from Antigone, um, on vocals as well as the dancers. Yes, <laughs> such an <laughs> You're so dumb. Shout out to you, you're a true fan I love the fact that you were like, just as talented <laughs> Stand for your friend <laughs> He is, he's great uh, It was really cool, we'll be going up again in, um, in late April, going into May The piece celebrates the uh, centennial Of the Harlem Renaissance I started Watching Love is Blind On Netflix, have you seen this show? I've heard of it oh. I'm on Twitter I know what it's about, so oh, I have not started watching it. What a headache! I wanted to throw up. But these people, these people, these people, yeah, these people have never met. They've never seen each other. Just talk to each other through these pods that are right next to each other, but they can't see each other. When homegirl said, she started talking about, "I think I love you." On episode one, after five days. That's I was, me in middle school on instant message. Yes, so. and that's how you got your heart broke. I was sick. <laughs> I was sick. But I hate that I can't stop watching and have to finish now. Of this course. is so ridiculous. Like, I hope these people really find love. It's an experiment. Would you really? I would never try to find love like this. It's nuts. Um, music directing at church is going well. There's a big Sunday this Sunday going into Easter. I mean, we're starting to go into the Easter season. And I'm still sticking strong to my Lent goals. 33 more days to go. Let's jump into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every Wednesday. This week we've got Synthesize by Terrace Martin, Ecstasy EP by Disclosure. Sugar by Kyle Dion and My Turn by Lil Baby. <laughs> I'll go first. Um, <laughs> this week for my first album, I had Synthesize by producer, jazz musician, singer, and rapper Terrace Martin. You may also recognize him from working with acts like Kamasi Washington, Snoop Dogg, and most recognizably Kendrick Lamar on his hit For Free. From To Pimp a Butterfly. Terrace actually put out another project earlier this year in January called Sounds of Crenshaw. That was, um, it was of him playing with the live jazz band instrumentals of some of his songs and For Free was on there. Um, and I loved just the jazz extended version. This album, for the most part, was all instrumentals. I'm actively creating another project right now and um, I'm really on this like West Coast chill funk vibe when I'm creating it um, so listening to him who is a West Coast producer was really inspiring 
especially his use of synth, which I love. Um, on this album, I really dig the intro, which always sets the tone. Lies, which was the only track with um, lyrics. Taco Mel's Three Meat Burrito. And also, I think my favorite was Breakfast Sandwich. transition well this week for my first album i had the ecstasy ep by disclosure um so for those who don't know they're an english electronic uh duo they're brothers um howard and guy and people know them from uh associating with sam smith uh jesse ware Aluna George, um, mm. Gregory Porter, mm. among a few. One of their famous hits are um, Lash with, Sa- with Sam Smith, um, and one of my favorites, White Noise, from their first album in 2003, 2013. Sorry, um, They've actually only came out with two albums and just have been active ever since. Because that music lasts, goes. Exactly. Um, I kind of knew what I was expecting from this EP because I do favorite uh, music from Disclosure. Um, I wasn't going to be disappointed, and I knew it just for a fact, and I wasn't. So my favorite was Tondo uh, featuring Eli Roosevelt. Um, it gave me like Afrobeat mixed with the dance funk and a lot of snare and just that transition back and forth. Loved it. The title track, Ecstasy, uh, was great as well. Another favorite of mine was Get Close, which sampled Snoop Dogg um, <clears throat> in between. I just want to get close. 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 Disclosure for giving me something to move to again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it really works for them too because they're they're DJs, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like when they perform, they're DJs. They, yes. they're producers, but mm-hmm. but their albums are always full of features. And it's like, how do you do this and sustain? But they don't need the artists there when they they like sustain off of festivals and doing live performances, and you just got to be able to DJ. Like Hanada. Yeah. Um, this week for my second album, I had the debut album Sugar by the independently signed New Haven, Connecticut native, Kyle Dion. Kyle started on SoundCloud and has since graduated to collabing and touring around the country with artists like Kehlani, Party Next Door, uh, Raven Lene, Her, Khalid, uh, and BJ the Chicago Kid. This album is an 
unapologetic dive into R&B and funk. It literally popped on my title feed for new music last week, so I gave it a shot, and I'm really glad I did. Once again, I'm actively creating, and this and his um and his expansion and contribution to funk was heard. I heard you, bro. Um, he describes Sugar as his alter ego. It's filled with awesome out of the box melodies, like one of my favorite songs, Cherry Blossom. Fly Little Bird. Uh, I love the whole album, but Brown, Glass House, Snow String, 69 Camaro, and Tom Hill's not Tom Hill's just not quick enough. Those are my faves. All right. <clears throat> For my second album this week, I had My Turn by Lil Baby. Um, those might know Lil Baby from being signed to Quality Control, you know, Migos, Cardi B, you know, that whole era music, um, which is really hot and popular nowadays. He collabs with artists like Drake, Future, Gunna, Meek Mill, Moneybag. And his style of rap, I <clears throat> I would actually consider it in the category of uh, rappers who do the autotune singing and really that whole blend, you know? So it's like, they're singing, but they're rapping at the same time. Mm. So it's like a fine line that I guess they're like tip tapping and going side to side from. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his third album, but the first one being released in tw- 20, tw- 2018. Yeah, 2018. Um, actually, this is his second album. His first one being released in 2018. I actually did enjoy it harder than ever. Right. Um, they had a few bangers on, on that album. This one had a few bangers on it as well. Um, such as Woe, which is the song that has a popular dance attached to it. Brand new car is noisy, come through and it's roaring. You ain't gotta worry, don't care about your boyfriend. See me and get nervous, I damn near did it perfect. Work hard and determined, it's safe to say I earned it. Whoa, yeah. None of you guys get flash me. Whoa, matter of fact, none of you guys get high me. Whoa, post my drip up daily just so they can see. Whoa. Get Ugly with the classic autotune vocals. Right. Um, Live Off My Closet. I featuring, like that one. Oh, featuring Future. Future. I get it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. You said it yourself. Uh, commercial featuring Lil Uzi. Um, and I also love the fact that he threw on Catch the Sun, which is from the Queen and Slim. Wonderful, wonderful, oh, right, right. Wonderful yeah. movie. Um, motion, motion picture. Been nominated for Oscars. Let's not even talk Bokeem about Wood, that. Let's not even talk about Rob. That. Let's not even talk about. But no, we haven't talked about Queen and Slim since we've been it's back. It's fine. Bokeem Woodbine. Pause. 
Park it. I'm talking about the Oscars real quick, okay? And how? No, no, pause, park it. Just because we both seen Queen and Slim, he should have been nominated and won for Best Supporting Actor. The fact that he wasn't even nominated, I just don't know if Queen and Slim, they just they didn't get anything. So I just feel like they didn't submit. But They probably didn't submit. They and, didn't. And but he, if they had, he, he, I, couldn't you see that? He was amazing yes, but, in that but role. It's the Oscars. I yeah, but it happens sometimes. Sometimes it happens. I came more about NAACP than the Oscars. Okay, sure. When sure, it comes for sure. us. Okay, sure. Even though if it, did we he do get nominated for an NAACP award for best supporting actor? No. But when we do see all I'm saying artists, is he should have been one. I understand somewhere. that. So when we do see artists, when that we do, character when we do was see cold. Actors and actresses who get Oscars or movies that get you know recognized and win awards. From the academy, it's like, oh, that's nice, great, woo, appreciate it. And then when they don't, it's like we're not even surprised. So, sure, I'm just saying I could point them out. Like when we said, when you told me to watch um, ATL, you and Robert told me to watch ATL, and then I watched it, and then I got I started with a season two, and I saw that first episode where. You said ATL, and I'm like, when did we ever I'm say sorry, watch not that ATL. damn movie? Atlanta, Atlanta, <laughs> sorry, Atlanta. Um, and that first episode with Cat Williams, with Cat when, he Williams the, I, yes. when he was the uncle, I watched that and I was like, yo, he's going to win an Emmy for Best Supporting Actor for that. Right. And that season, that's what happened. Right. This, I had the exact same feeling when I watched Bokeem in Queen of the I, I mean, like, sometimes he should, it happens. He's going to get something. He deserves something for that. But the movie awards was great. Here, no yeah. It's the not here nor there. We already gave it an award. That's it. That was great. Um. So yeah, I appreciate Catch the, that he threw Catch the Sun on there. Mm. Um. All in all, in its entirety, um, I cannot fully listen, like sit through a whole little baby album. I can pick select songs and here and there and make you know transition between one artist to the next, but I can't do a whole little baby album. It just isn't for me. But that's just my set of ears. But, you know, he has his own fan base for that. I do feel like there's a consistency when it comes to him releasing music, just like Migos and other similar artists, where they don't really switch it up. I'm, I wouldn't only say Migos, because sometimes they do. But definitely well, Lil Baby, I, where... I didn't say any of this. Well, hey, well, Lil Baby, where they don't really switch up that Quavo, much. Holla and, <laughs> and, you know, that's why I, said I had to take out Migos, because they, they do get versatile sometimes. Where just like little baby, where they don't switch it up and it just stays the same. So um, sometimes it works and it works for the moment, the mood, and wherever you're at. And other times, hey, great. I listened to it while driving. It was cool for the time I was driving. I wasn't driving the full length of the album, but I just put it on when I was driving somewhere. I enjoyed it. It was a good little bop. This week for our honorable mentions, we had His Story, Lost Pages by YFN Lucy. Y-H-L-Q-M-D-L-G by Bad Bunny. The Key of Joy Deluxe Edition by Sergio Mendez. And Everything is Beautiful and Everything Sucks, both by Princess Nokia. And the single by Lady Gaga, Stupid Love.
music news. So this week it was announced that after three decades of partnership, Chuck D and Public Enemy gave Flavor Flav the Farrah Franklin treatment and excused Flav from the group for missing yet another live gig. Right. Uh, it happened over a rally slash benefit concert for Bernie Sanders where the likeness of Public Enemy, including a clock, which is synonymous with Flav, were used to promote the rally. Flav's lawyer sent Bernie a cease and desist over the images, uh, cease and desist over the images. According to Chuck, Flav just doesn't do free concerts, even dating back to 2016 when he... Uh, and the group were inducted into Harry Belafonte's Sankofa Society. I remember. And uh, put they put Flav on suspension after that. He had previously missed numerous live gigs from Glastonbury to Canada. Um, according to Rolling Stone, he had, he had previously missed numerous live gigs from Glastonbury to Canada, album recording sessions and photo shoots. Um, Chuck D said he always chose to party over work, which is hard. I wonder, I was going to read some of the letter. Did you see the letter? Um, I saw clips, uh, parts of it, but you don't have to read the whole thing. No, no. The, basically him saying the parting of a, you mean Flav's response or, or, um. No, Chuck D's response. Yeah, I saw that. Um, it's, it's not surprising. I watched, um, Grown Up Hip Hop and last season mm-hmm. that Flav was on, a lot of it, his storyline was basically his kids trying to get him to be in tune with the world, like. Right. Come on now. Yeah, he talks about this in the letter. He was like, the last thing we seen from him was him on Growing Up Hip Hop and his right. kids were trying to have an intervention with him. Right, and to get himself together. And, you know, so I just pray that that man finds healing before it's too late. Right. Um, But with somebody who has an addiction, it's not easy to just make them do what you want them to do if right. they're not trying to do that. Right. So, like I said, I just pray that man finds some healing. The group will continue moving forward under the moniker Public Enemy Radio. Um, Chuck owns the rights and trademark the public enemy, so they could continue as if uh, continue as is if they wanted. But I guess that they just want to avoid any unnecessary drama. So they're it moving is, forward yeah, as public enemy radio because it's more of a respect thing, you yeah, know. I get it. I get it. I, get it. I, I and it's I'll not be... just Chuck. There's like four of the members of that group, right? So you know, it's a respect thing. But you know, the whole clock and flavor flave, you know, a lot of times you think of public enemy. Who do you think of first? I think the of the duo. song. I think of the song more Fight so. Fight the power, yes. Yeah, and then the duo. More so than. It's, yeah, but, and the crazy thing is, yeah, but then even when I see the duo now, after really, I ain't gonna lie. Like, when we grew up, I didn't really know Public Enemy like that. I knew who they were. I knew they were around. I knew they were a group. But we were introduced really to Flavor Flav through. I'm gonna continue now. Through VH1 <laughs> and the show. <laughs> and what was the other show before he had his show where he was hooking up with Brigitte Nielsen on the show? Uh, remember the show where they celebrity. all used. Celebrity. Yeah, remember that show? They, something. They all lived in the house. Yes. We we knew him from there. So then when I found out that he was in this black group that everybody talks about, Public Enemy, I was like, huh? That's weird. And then I, saw, I knew him from Public Enemy before I knew him from Okay. That. And then I saw him on the um on a summer jam one year, and they came. It was just weird. It was like, yo, he be a black as hell. That's that's flavor flavor. Conscious rap. Yeah, and conscious rap. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, wait, flavor flavor. So to hear Chuck say like you wanted to. Didn't they not cuss in their rap? Maybe not. Is that the group? I'm probably thinking know. about somebody else. I don't know. All right. So over the weekend, um, Megan Thee Stallion went on live to explain she was using she was using a lollipop. Oh. 
as um, a cigarette. Really, really I, <laughs> she looked real cute. I thought that was so funny because she was like sitting outside, like, all right, yeah, let's talk. This will happen. Mm-hmm. Basically, in summary, she was saying, um, explaining to her fans as to why she's not putting out any music currently um, because of her record label 1501 and how they have a hold on a lot of her music. This is this, what I got from the live. They have a hold on a lot of her music. Um, they're being greedy with money. And because I won't, in quote, unquote, her words, bow down, you know, like like some like some slave or something mm-hmm. and and give this man a lot of money Carl Crawford that um they're not going to release my music and stuff so mm-hmm. it's not my fault y'all you know it's out of my hands they're holding me hostage basically mm-hmm. so social media ran with it like they always do like they did Kesha and I believe Taylor Swift at one point they had the hashtag of you know, free. Free Taylor. Mm-hmm. That's after Scooter Braun bought all her publishing. Right. <laughs> and she, oh, free of Stallion. Funny. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, after that, she had then sued uh, the record label 1501, mm. um, which released her. It's a, it's a production company. I'm just saying that's how she got her deal. She signed her deal through a production company, which, okay, was, yeah. re- which was released. And 300 is the label that. Um, signed fifteen oh one to sign Megan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifteen oh eight, whatever it is. Sorry. Right. Uh, while they're being sued, <laughs> um, they're the ones who had released her mixtape Fever. Um, they also withheld income from her, failed to provide financial transparency, misinterpreted her contract during negotiations, and when she attempted to fix the issues, blocked her from releasing new music. Mm. Um, and a lot of people are up and down about it. Like some people are just like, well, of course, everybody turned into like <laughs> lawyers and stuff. And you got people saying like, oh, Meg should have read her contract thoroughly or, oh, right, you know. Right, right, right. But, it's, but, I, but in any kind of contract, terms and agreements or anything, who sits down and actually goes? Some of these things are pages long. Okay, in small print. That's one. No, please don't say what I think you're about to say. Go ahead. Who reads? Who would have read the whole thing? Yeah. And who actually can afford to hire a lawyer to go thoroughly go through the whole contract? Sometimes when you're young, you can't. You know, you don't have the funds to do that. Which in Meg's case, that's what it was. I you, feel like you. Oh, go ahead. I feel like you want to say something. Yeah. Oh. Um, before you sign anything and like we're all guilty of like signing up for an app or signing up for apple music or something instagram and and sure hitting the what is privacy i i agree the agreement term and Mm -hmm. just going but something of this magnitude where there's going to be a cash transaction with your name on it that's get that gets reported to the government especially something where it's like it could elevate your life to this magnitude you have to make sure that you read every part of it. And if you don't, that you get somebody who can. Right. You, like, I feel bad for, if, if the reason that she couldn't was because she didn't have the resources, then I'm sorry to hear that. I'm really sorry to hear that. But I you, believe so. But she you, said she was, she was like, oh, I was just young. And, you She know. said I was 20. I remember, but you, right. but you got to get somebody to read these things. 
<clears throat> so the lawsuit um, addressed the 1501 and the CEO, Carl Crawford, claimed that the label is currently entitled to 50% of her publishing income, 30% of her touring income, mm. 30% of her merchandise, and 30% of her passive income. Mm. In addition, they claim 60% of the right. income from this her recordings right. and require Megan herself to pay featured artists and other personnel out of her own pocket. So they get 60% and she gets 40 And with that 40 she has to pay for all of that stuff. Everything. And that's the part that sounds nuts. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, Megan alleges that 1501 failed to register trademarks in Megan's name, meaning that third parties have been able to profit off her name and intellectual property. Driving a boat. Elsewhere in the lawsuit, Megan states that she only signed with 1501 due to the label staff misinterpre- misinterpretations and omissions regarding the terms of the contract and 1501 stature in the Houston scene. Honestly, after I saw the live, I was like, this is going to end up really ugly. Um, even though she's backed up by Rock Nation, this is not going to end pretty. And then right after that was, boom, the lawsuit. And then I think also she has like a slight restraining order against them. So that they can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which, mm, I don't think they, they can't fully talk about it. You can't talk about it on social media. Carl, um, Carl, what's his name? Crawford. Crawford, you can't talk about it on social media. Um, And she's releasing. Music on Friday. Yep. The judge said that, yeah. Yeah, they granted her, you know, to release music on Friday. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a new Megan Thee Stallion album. Album or just songs? Um, it looks like an album. I don't know if it was an album. I, I don't know. It, but the size looked like an EP. Oh, okay. I hope. I hope so. But we're getting something. Okay. You know, um, so great because I know fans are waiting and I still want her to be able to release music while she's still hot. Yeah. I got the momentum. Mm-hmm. You have to, it's, it's getting Got to capitalize off of it. Springtime, Megan. Come on, we need something yeah, for the spring, I, something for the summer, something for every single season. <laughs> see, look at you. And you sound like a see that. That's the thing why you got to be careful about season. signing your life away because you, they treat you like every a product, season. like a slave. It can be one slavery. Song, song. And they <laughs> want song. it. The people want that music one when song. they want it. And the terms and conditions under which you sign to be able to do that are imperative. The same reason that Kanye says it. that he's a slave to the music. You see, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Kanye says he's a slave because he that's why he tried to sue Universal oh, yeah, because definitely. he is stuck having to make music for the rest of his life. He doesn't have an option. Right. Like is Scoop the poop. Scott, yo man. I ain't gonna lie, I was listening to an Isley Brothers Scoop. album today and they made me think of that because they had a song on there called Pop That Thing. And <laughs> he was just like Pop that thing, you know. So it made you wonder why they have to release some pop song that like that. Thing. He just right. popped this pop. I was like, really? Instrumentals, dope. And he was just like, pop that thing. I was right. like, really? Though. Honestly, in generations like this nowadays, if 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 you have to to get out your contract, release a certain amount of albums, and you want to just drop, I want to say trash albums, but just throw songs out there just to. Release yourself from that label, which I believe artists have done that before. Mm. They've released some. Didn't Drake do that with OVO and, and uh, um um Young Money? Mm-hmm. I don't might have yeah. Yeah right. Um, if that's what you need to do, then that's no. Fine. I think he waited. I think his contract was up. Like I think it had been. Was his contract? I thought he just he was just. He bought himself out of his. He young had to money release. Con- yeah, because he contract? released more life. He released. 
Anyways, so know. some artists do do that. They'll just like release art, release albums to get themselves out of it. Like, all right, right. you want right, five right, more right, albums? Right. I will give you five block, more block, albums. Block, block. Right, right, right. I'll be going to fulfill the contract. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Golly. Which is, you know, it's unfortunate yeah. of how the music industry is. Um, this, I hope this ends well for her. In I, the end, yeah. because it just seems like an ugly game. So allegedly, somebody's the reason why um, we found out about Megan Thee Stallion's domestic um, arrest a few years ago. Um, Remember when she went on live and she right. said, this "All happened. right, yeah, here's what happened." Right. You know, it's like where does where does article come from? Who dug this? From. Who dug this up? Yeah. Who released this? Okay. Who else would release it? I. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Well. Um. I was upset at the people who were trying to come for Rock Nation, like Rock Nation screwed her. Like people just, when, when something happens, it gets so sensationalized. I looked on Twitter when it was happening. They were like, oh, Rock Nation made her sign a bad deal. No, man. Rock Nation is the ones who pointed out to her that, hey, this is kind of messed up. Um, but I wish that they, but can they save her? They could if they wanted to. The thing is, like, they have to buy her out of that contract. Right. It's a lot of money. That's a big investment. And then sign her to the label. That's a big move um, because she's just their their management. They just provide management for her. On the way, listeners, do you think Rock Nation should buy Meg the Stallion out of her contract? Tweet us in On the Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Camera, that's my favorite show, girl. I rush here just to take it slow. I've been working all night and now I need it. Call my name, where you at? On the way, how far? On the way, popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day and now I need it. The black Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your fellow? Blackness. Keep it, keep on. <laughs> Here we talk about the world. I. <laughs> oh my god! About the world, i.e., black political and social issues, as we off. see them through our point of view. So, what's going on politically this week, Khalil? Oh. So, um, this week there was um, this week was Super Tuesday, and the Democratic nominee pool got shortened down a lot um, from a lot of people to a lot of people dropping out between last week and this Tuesday. And now it's pretty much down to Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. Okay. Um, Bernie Sanders was in the lead for a while. I think that, I'm not sure if he's not in the lead still, but, um, Biden, it became a really, really strong contender. Everybody pretty much dropped out and endorsed him except for Elizabeth Warren, who really has issues with the both of them. Right. Um, my thing is here, can I read you this post that I wrote? And then I'm going to get to the base of what I've got to say. This is what I said. So last Friday, I said, I was just thinking, right? And I said, in a perfect world, Bernie wins the nomination. 
Bernie chooses Stacey Abrams as his VP. They campaign until November with a heavy focus on Democrats also voting on the Senate and the House. Parentheses, because we already know a Republican Congress was a Republican Congress was Stonewall Bernie, just like they did Obama. We win. Four years later, health care for everyone is starting to go into effect. Billionaires are still billionaires, but give up a little bit more in taxes to help balance the country. College tuition is at a reasonable price. Marijuana is federally legal. Bernie announces he won't seek re-election and endorses Stacey Abrams as the Democratic candidate. She wins. The first woman president is exactly who she should be. Wouldn't that be great? Is that what you think is going to happen? I don't know. But I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But the issue is, for me, are people, um, I'm not trying to come at you. I guess I'm really just being asked to be invited to the table so I can understand. Because there's a mentality about Bernie supporters that I don't understand, which is a lot of Bernie supporters say, well, if Bernie isn't the nominee, Biden had a really good week this week. But people say if Bernie isn't the nominee, that... They will not vote in this election, that they just won't vote at all. Right. And that's something that I really hear with people in our generation, like people who are who've graduated with us, who are born around the same time as us, who are really strong Bernie supporters and people who are younger than us and some who are older than us. Bernie supporters, a lot of people say that that's what they won't they won't vote. I just really need help understanding that mentality because I don't get it and I don't get it in the sense that I like Bernie shoot if if college tuition is about to be free or or, or reasonable if health care is about to be reasonable if um you know you, you you gain a certain amount of money and you have to give up just a little bit more so that everybody else can kind of balance it out I understand that's called socialism and people are scared of that because it refers to like communist governments, which would have a bad stain. But obviously something in this country is not working. If you try it, can you just come back and fix it later? I don't know. Could you give it a shot? What's the deal? I'm not all the way not for it. But if he doesn't win, I'm not going to say I'm not going to vote. Because in my opinion, that means that if we have four more years of what we have, it's only just begun. But four more years of it can really solidify policies that once go into effect can affect us who are here right now for years to come our kids if you choose to bring kids into this world these policies can affect the way that they live for the next 20 plus years he the president that we have now can install judges in the Supreme Court and most importantly in the lower courts in America who are specifically Republican, strict Republican, and not balance them at all to make sure that his agenda gets through by while giving the Republicans in the Senate what they want. Um, Which, I, I just feel like when it comes to any voting season, we have the right to do it, so just do it. Um, saying that you don't want to or you're not going to, I feel that <clears throat> it's kind of unfair because you had people who fought for the right for us to do it. I think I feel I feel like That's I say this every 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 election season. Um, if you have a right to put your bring your opinion, whether you think your opinion matters or not, you have that right. Just do it. Just vote. 
Um, it's rather you not voting is a, a vote for anybody else who you probably wouldn't want to win. Pretty sure, much. That's how sure, I see it. sure. So I feel like just make to a just decision. Say, yeah, make a decision. If you're going to say, like, oh, I'm not going to vote because I don't want to vote for Biden. I don't want to vote. Like, just. I'm not, I didn't really think Biden was the guy. I, I'm still not sure if he's, how he's going to be against Trump if he wins. But if he's the nominee, in my opinion, I'm going to vote for I don't care if if it's Biden, Bloomberg, a paperclip. It's not Bloomberg. I, okay, I don't care if Michael Jackson comes back up from the dead and he says, I want to moonwalk into this Democratic Party and I want to leave. I'll vote for him. I don't care. I do not have four more. I can. I don't think we can do four more years of this. I can at least in my heart and spirit tolerate four more years of a moderate person who isn't for all those things that Bernie is for, but most definitely isn't for the things that Trump is for. I can tolerate that for four more years. And then after that, Go for something else that maybe is more toward what Bernie is for in another candidate. But I can tolerate being comfortable going there for you in the next four years. Four years, four years more of this. I don't, I don't know. We'll see if we're still alive know. in four more years. Who knows how? <laughs> right. Who right. knows how the world is gonna be and I don't know. Right. who is gonna get elected? Because y'all was over there saying the Rock should get elected one time, and y'all was over there calling the Kardashian to get elected. <laughs> So in four more years, that might be an option. Y'all was over there asking, asking of uh, um, um I'm gonna trip and fall and talk about balance Oprah to get elected. No. And y'all was asking Stop. what? Stop. You know who tripped up? I saw the meme. <laughs> okay. I saw the meme. It was out of nowhere. No, it wasn't. Life Stop. is all about balance. <laughs> Life is all about balance. Shoes. <laughs> Wrong shoes. Wrong shoes. Oh my god! Somebody even said that that was even staged. They were like, "Oh, that was staged because she was talking about balance." And then she just wanted to fall. Wanted to fall on her sixty-something-year-old hip. No, I don't think so. Shoes or fifty-something-year-old hips. Excuse Shoes. Me. Anyways, Wendy wears flats. All I'm saying is, you know. <laughs> This week for my queen spotlight, we are back with another queen for the month. Um, Congratulations to Solange, who accepted the first ever Lena Horne Prize for Artist Creating Social Impact. Go ahead. Okay. Um, She accepted it at the the town hall in New York City um, for her album, A Seat at the Table. She said, I was about five years old when I first saw The Wiz, um, which featured Lena Horne. And it was the first time that she saw someone on screen that looked like her. The representation ignited a creative fire in her, um, and she's she described her presence in the um, Lena Horne's presence in the film as astounding, beautiful, graceful, but strong. And if you believe within your heart, you will know that no one will change the path that you shall go. Isn't that nice? So mm-hmm. like that's so Solange that's like the whiz. yeah that's good that's so that's so solo um, she also said that when she was creating her latest album when I get home she had a lot of fear fear of the unknown fear of trust fear of love fear of silence fear of having to confront things um, and pain and things that she had probably buried deep inside which is a lot um we have to remember she's a human just like us. She goes through a lot of trials and tribulations. But, you know, a lot of people don't see celebrities as humans. 
Anyways, um, congratulations to you. Shout out to you, Queen, for your spotlight for winning the first ever Lena Hoon Award. And please create, continue to create magic music. On the way, listeners, who are you voting for in the next election? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. You. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here. But not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter and our Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Energy. energy... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was just fucking with you. You say it. I was just fucking with you. Energy means more to me than status. Um... So this can go several ways. I specifically chose this quote because I'm all about how, what I feel when I enter in a room, especially to a place that I've never been to, uh, people that I don't know. Um, if I'm getting a lot of just negativity, if I just feel it off, you know, feel off of it, doesn't matter, I'm out of there. Um, this also goes for popularity. Like, I don't want to be famous off of something negative um, and just get a lot of clout or get a lot of flame, fame from it. If it's something that I don't agree with or something that's really, really bad or, you know, because you can go viral and get famous off of, like, anything nowadays. All it takes is a few clicks from the right people and then, boom, a few turns to hundreds, hundreds turns to thousands, things of that nature. I would never want to get, like, noticed and be popular and be recognized all for something that I don't agree with. So I'm all about just being true to myself, original and positive. That's it. Mm. Yeah. I <laughs> agree. I think um this is like if you have a big if you have a lot of status and you're somebody who could help me I could progress or advance because of the position that you're in, but your energy is off. Or you're somebody who wants to help me do all those things and you're saying you can, but your energy is off. That's really indicative of where the relationship will go. That's like kind of a feed into your intuition, into your instincts. Um, <laughs> um, and those are really there. Like those are like, that's like that inner voice that's connected to, Hey, Hey, you should. And I don't know about that. And that's worth listening to. Um, yeah, I really feel <clears throat> strongly about protecting your energy. Sometimes I'm weary of people. I, I can't I don't know who I was having this conversation with. Oh yeah. I was talking to my friend Lauren, who's out there in Seattle. Be careful, Lauren. Six people died so far. Be careful. Um But we were talking about like what it means to protect your energy. So a lot of some people would be like, Oh my gosh, I really love your energy. And it's like, okay. Now, just because you said that doesn't mean that you're somebody who knows how to handle or will protect my energy. Right. Like, sometimes 
you like my energy because you're not used to it. And if you're not used to it, then one, possibly you don't know how to balance it and respect it. It's new to you. You like it, but it's new to you. And do you know how to respect it? Number two, um, maybe you do know, but that's for us to figure out. Um, it's just not for, that's just not always something that's inviting. You got to be wary of, of everything, but sometimes it is sometimes you, but sometimes people are familiar with an energy like yours and they do want to build on it and you can go from there, but you, it's not always just a open invitation for a, a hug. I mean, or, you know, like a, 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 a spot in your life. Right. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm on Twitter now again. Mm, um, same, too. Right? Yeah. Um. So I'm back. Hey, how y'all doing? Um, at <laughs> Sylvie Jones on all platforms. You can find me on my Fit page, at Sweat by V. You can also find me in your local gym because apparently I just gym hop everywhere. Um, and my local, my local, and my fitness advice for this week, for everyone, is please remember to wash your hands. Mm, that's good enough. Yes, that's it. please. Yes. Even, um, even though it's not real. But yes, please wash your hands. If you're looking for me, you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. You can find me on the Facebook at facebook.com slash music. You can find my music on Tidal and Apple Music and Spotify and anywhere that you download or stream music under Khalil Daniel. Um, and I'll be performing at the at a political rally this weekend. For okay, Republic, favorite place? For Republicans. <laughs> Watch out, we're taking... No, they're not Republicans. I don't think they are. I don't know. I should find out. I just know it's for the town council. Okay. But mm-hmm. I know at least two of them, and they're not Republican. Okay. But I should find out. I don't want to come back on And for everything else you heard today, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash instinctent and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And for everything else that you love, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review. Let us know what you think. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Maybe. What? Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we love, three time, rewind, late night, be mine. Yeah, and you know that's for sure. I clear the schedule so you know that's a go. Okay, we stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time.